Hey man, you hear this home security company, ADT? Well now Jake Roberts has his own security company called ADDT. Other home security companies, they give away their credibility by yelling, screaming. ADDT doesn't have to do that, man. Why yell when a whisper will do? Let me show you how it works. See, when someone tries to break into your house, a silent alarm trips. And that's where me and Damien go to work. Nah, man, we don't call the police. We just talk to them. Because sometimes the right words can change a man's mind. Hey, man, what are you doing? Trying to break into this guy's house? Steal all his stuff? You look in through that window and you see everything you can't have, man. Your dreams may start in the clouds, but your body is filled with greed. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you will get struck and you will pay the price of the ADDT. You will wallow in a cold, dark pit, a victim of your own greed, wallowing in the muck of avarice. See, ADT doesn't play no games, man. Call today to get a free quote. ADDT is cruel, but it's fair. Way down in Georgia, there lives a strange collection of people. But the tide that binds them is WrestleMatch. And they love to sit around and talk about it. And that's what they fixing to do. Georgia Wrestling History proudly presents the WrestleMen of Whoopcast. We got Shane, Brian, feeling two mats. We got a grandpa too. An old foot and shot. Yes, you know they finna get right. It's the wrestle me. They talk about wrestling.
pests, and then you gotta watch being the elite. poll in the room, who watches being the elite, the Young Bucks YouTube show regularly? Just a bunch of watch there. I, I watched it one time because I heard people talking about it, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. And I got about five minutes in, and I was like, I don't think this is made for me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think I was a target audience. I've been interested in it since they started telling the story because they're doing a good job of telling a wrestling story. But again, it's a YouTube show that is designed to sell you wrestling crates and T-shirts. Yeah. Um, but all that's the backdrop to this big match that happened, you know, New Japan's second show ever in America, Sabata, Sabata, Sabata. And I think the room is probably going to be a little divided on this match, given just the conversations we had as we were going through it. Uh, Ron Blaze, you seem to be a big fan of it, so tell me what you liked about it. Um, to quote Jeter, as a tag team, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a good tag team match. They told a good story, and they did all the hot spots. That didn't get out there made it fun to watch. I mean, it had its moments where it was like, maybe I, they shouldn't did this, maybe they shouldn't do that. Because it had the feel of they could have put it on Wrestle Kingdom and it could have fit just fine, but they kind of gave a little much away. So if they, down further down the line, they have this rematch, it's like, what more can y'all do besides yeah. kill each other? That was, that was my main gripe was just, my takeaway was exactly the opposite of yours. Like, that they told the storyline that they've been working with, like the, the, the parts about, oh, you know, Matt's mad at Kenny, and then Kenny kind of doesn't want to fight him, and his buddies and all that. Like, I thought they did a good job of incorporating all those elements. What I thought they failed to do was tell you a basic wrestling match storyline. Like, there was, we were watching the match, and like 28 minutes in, they locked up. <laughs> like, this is a weird time for a lockup. So that was my, I thought it was just too many high spots. Jay Marks, so you like stuff. What do you think about it? Um, this is actually my first time watching the match. And I'm very... We're going to check your wrestle bridge. I was watching Stand Up Broken Matches. But, um... Do you like Thunder? Oh, of course. But, um... From watching it, I didn't really have a problem with it. I think, I think a lot of it was... I know they gave him a lot of time. But it seemed like a lot of the story that they're trying to do is drag out too long. Like a lot of the, a lot of the trepidations where I don't want to hit you, or, or when Nick is looking at acting the one wing angel next to them, like what's wrong with you? What are you doing? Don't do that. All that was like, if you had cut that down about 15, 30 seconds, it would have been a much, it would have been much better reaction. Well, that was that got us into talking about Kenny Omega's face in general with. How he sells things that happen to him or big spots in the match, I get what he's going for. But a lot of times, and it's the same, but all four of those guys, the same thing applies to them is that they go so far in trying to put the thing over that they go too far. And now I have to just think about Kenny Omega's face as opposed to that being his natural reaction to something. Myers, I believe you've got something you want. Yeah, I, I just think because there's, there's times that it doesn't, because like good facials help tell the story, which is great. And sometimes it, it's a good facial should be the name. My God, I don't know I've ever seen two boys love each other so much. I mean, they are just so into each other. Sweet, sexy Coda. And love a man, Kenny Omega. Oh, can you imagine the hotel room? Remember those no. Dudes, just think about the spots you see them doing in the ring when there is no lust involved. Think about the boys get all dirty. 
I bet they're very, it's very elaborate. They're like, <laughs> you and know, I'll flip over you, and then you stick your dick in my face, and they're like, they're like really, like, it goes like 15 minutes. Maybe they go full, like, like, uh, uh, Fez versus Gotch, and they're very, they're very scientific. Yeah, it's just a hole. They're like, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna hug you for like an hour. <laughs> it's very tantric. <laughs> And they do all the things that Jim Cornette wants them to do. <laughs> they do it when they're making sweet post-match love He's to like, one another. Oh, damn, I touched your ass. I mean, he it worked the whole, my God, he sold it. And I mean, you're sitting there and the build-up comes and finally when he comes, my God, they're throwing babies. <laughs> I feel like I'd be around here. Trying to be good faces. We're talking about good faces. <laughs> <laughs> the other podcast. <laughs> uh, no, it just sometimes it's so exaggerated that it doesn't help them tell the story. Which is the same thing as like what Shane was saying, where it's like sometimes stuff is so exaggerated yeah. it doesn't it stops telling the story. Which I got big fat hurt because we didn't listen to the American commentary and maybe. Well, I can tell you right now, it was mostly Jim Ross being confused yeah. about the names of moves, and sometimes really what was really driving him back was he just couldn't understand why the official was letting so much go on. I mean, my God, those two guys are making out in the middle of the ring. They hadn't even started the five count yet. But it was, it was a lot of that. Yeah, it was nice. But it's a great, it's, uh, I think the execution of the match, I mean, all those guys are great in the ring. Yeah. yeah. It's just the storytelling. Maybe I just wanted, maybe I wanted that match in my head, maybe because I have been a little closer to the build mm-hmm. than y'all have. Maybe in my mind, that match was the blow off. Okay. And it, and that's not what it was, and they didn't no. treat it as such. And so I might have gone into it expecting, because clearly it didn't under-deliver. They did. There was the top rope German suplex. There was that crazy elbow drop. There was all the cool spots. There was the time that Kenny and Coda smacked each other trying to do that weird flippy-doo thing. Um, they did all that stuff. But there was just something in the psychology of it that left me longing for the embrace of a golden lover. <laughs> It, what's, the, what's the idea that they were not, that they did not want to wrestle each other, or that it was a fight for respect, or it was a... So, the, the, long, the long and short of it is, um, through the YouTube show, Cody, Cody Rhodes has been the agitator of all this. He wants to take over the Bullet Club, and so his idea is, let me split up the Young Bucks from Kenny Omega. That's that's the way to, yeah. to kill the snake. And so he started planting ideas in their head that, um, that Kenny was kind of downplaying them, and then they actually had a physical confrontation, and Cody and, and Kenny are going to wrestle, and the, and the Bucks are both like, we're all together, you two handle your business. Well, Cody just keeps agitating it, making it um, to where that Kenny Omega said that the Young Bucks were the greatest junior heavy, or junior tag team in the world, and then he and Cody are, are uh, heavyweights, and so the Young Bucks move up to challenge him. And then uh, Kenny gets caught up on a promo and says that the Golden Lovers are the best tag team in the world, and so Cody just yeah. keeps playing this up gotcha. to eventually where... Um, this is God's honest truth. This is how they built this match. Kenny Omega sends an apology video to the Young Bucks for saying that. <laughs> it's very Canadian, as he is, and he sends an apology to the Young Bucks. Well, Cody intercepts the apology and edits it, so it looks like he's just putting himself over and shitting on the Young Bucks. And Matt sees it and gets very angry. And Nick sees it and says, because these are very clear cuts that happen. It's very clearly edited. Nick says, I think something happened and this got messed up or it's been somebody fixed this. So Matt is angry and wants to fight. Nick does not want to fight. Kenny is like, ah, I messed up. I said something 
I shouldn't. I don't want to wrestle you, but we'll wrestle you out of respect. So Matt Jackson's very angry. And Coda could not give a flying fuck about any of it. Coda yeah. is here to wrestle and do whatever happens after that. Uh, lick his fingers and point straight. Uh, <laughs> he's here to be Asian Trevor Aeon. That is what Kota Ibushi is here to do. Um, so that is what the story of the match was. Gotcha. So then, so how did, how did Jr. or somebody explain the he has him up in the uh, one wing angle? One wing angle. Then he's like, no, do it, hit me with it. And so like, I can't oh. remember Jr.'s re- reaction, but I know it wasn't what I expected. From it was Jr. was a little confused by it. Yeah. Like he tried and he tried to do a professional's job of telling the story over top of it by saying, Oh my god, Kenny Omega doesn't want to do this, but he, what's he gonna have to do to win it? He's got him up for a one wing angel. Uh, Matt Jackson had to tell him to do it. That's what this match means to these guys. It was that kind of thing. Okay. So we're trying to cover it. And that spot, Bill, what'd you think of that spot in particular? Um, I think it's a good idea, but not necessarily the way to go about it. I mean I don't have a better option, but that's what it strikes me as. It strikes me as I know what they're getting, the idea of it, but I don't know that I don't know that specifically that move is good for that. Right, right. Like it's sorry. Um, like uh, they do it a lot with uh, Nia Jax and Oscar, where Oscar will kick the shit out of her, and she'll keep getting up on that last kick. She'll scream at her, mm-hmm. and then Oscar finishes her. I mean, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, the, the fighting spirit. Rah, 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 I yeah. get it, especially in Japanese wrestling. That's a part of it. But that move, I think yeah. that's my it's issue. It's weird when you have exactly. to grab a dude's arm yeah. that you're sitting on, put it on the yeah. back of your own neck. Yeah. yeah. It's I, sort of, I'm sorry. Um, for me, when I looked at it, I think I think the purpose of it was that was Matt daring Kitty to do it. Okay. okay. All right. That was my take uh, of it. All right. And, mm-hmm. Kitty, and Kitty just took the bait and did it anyway. You shouldn't always do that, though. I mean, even if no. your friend, you're caught up in the moment, your friend says something like, hey, man, give me one. You don't have to do it. <laughs> Sympathetic though. Mm. It, it reminded me of the flare shot. Like, like, yeah, like, he's like, just do it. It did feel a lot more yeah. like, I'm it, sorry, it, I love you, yeah. than the other thing that I think they were going for. Yes. So it might just been a bad translation through Matt. Yeah, that's also true. And it, it gets to the, the point of what those guys do that I think I always try to wrestle with. I don't want to be old, bitter wrestling guy because I'm not old enough or bitter enough. <laughs> but I find myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one am I more of? Because I'm very interested to know. How many points in Spider-Man? <laughs> I tell that story on three podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> three different podcasts. I tell the same story. Spider-Man <laughs> But I often find myself in allegiance with the cornets of the world and the slow down cell more crowd. And I don't I don't want to do that just to Where be we doing <laughs> That's what's wrong with your old generation. <laughs> Did we kill napkins yet? <laughs> yes. But, um, I, so I'm trying to watch and like determine what is it that's really driving these old dudes crazy. And I think those guys do all those things without realizing that's what they're doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, oh, no, it, he's right. I mean, it, that argument really didn't start until the young bucks got hot. Yeah. It was literally the Young Bucks, then everybody else copying, and then everybody's like, all right, y'all need to slow down. Yeah. Young Bucks fun. I remember Ricochet Osprey match being the powder keg that I remember. Like, really starting. It was, it was the second. Yeah. You know? It was the second. All right. Like, the Bucks didn't do anything. Like, the Bucks, that's the other thing about the Bucks, is I can't point to a Young Bucks match that is, like, the standout, here's the one you got to watch, or here's the one that's 
not been like, oh, it's the Young Bucks wrestled that kid at his birthday and they sold for him that thing. Or, you know, everybody did a dropkick spot. You know, they, the simultaneous dropkick spot. It's those kind of things that gets the Bucks. Whereas Osprey Ricochet, was that was a single match in a single place that everybody was watching. And they did all the stuff. You yeah. want to have that conversation? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, legit, I don't, yeah, I, don't mean, no. I don't know if there was a tone in there. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tone in everything. That's fair. <laughs> um, like, what, what, what's the opinion? I don't, I don't like it. No. I don't like it um, just because the thing, that, the overlying thing that I've, that I've started to pick up on listening to these old guys talking, what I, I think I agree with the most is it requires so much cooperation and it requires apparent cooperation. Like, just as a sort of a, an aside, um, Thunder just hit the network. And me and my three-year-old watch Thunder every day when I get home from and the first time I watched Thunder, I've been 14 or 15, and I didn't, you know, I knew that wrestling was, I knew what wrestling was, but I didn't know how it all was put together. Looking back on it now, I can spot the cooperation, but I didn't back then. Now, I don't think you need to know anything. To We all know that when a guy falls outside and everybody starts standing shoulder to shoulder, we know what's happening. So it is that thing that it requires so much obvious cooperation for Ricochet and Osprey to have that match that it does put you on a different level. You can't watch it the same way that you can watch Steamboat Savage, that you can watch an old Flair match, that you could even watch Austin Rock. You know, not to just take it back to Super Bowl, but you couldn't watch Austin Rock because you were worried, you were concerned about who was going to go over, how they were going to get there. But now, because of the way they put these matches together, that's a foregone. You don't really care about who wins because at the end of it, you're going to stand up and you're going to say, both these guys fight forever. So that is that is my attitude. Brian clearly is of a different opinion. No, no, no. These young Thundercats with a damn Thunderbird and their 450 splashes. <laughs> no, the, the fight forever thing, I was disagreeing with. But, I mean, everything you're saying, is it makes sense. I like to say fart forever. Yeah. That's how crass I am. Yeah. My thing is... You're the bitter one. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's fine if you can do it. Because you remember that clip that got put on Facebook not too long ago? With them kids trying to do the same. Yeah. Rick, come on. I mean, <laughs> the Young Bucks had to start at Ricochet and Osprey just kicked the ball. And then everybody's going to try to uh, so copy your, that. Is your position that if you are the best at it, do whatever you're the best at? Yeah. And clearly, I, I, yeah. clearly Ricochet and Osprey, that match was as good as that thing can be. It's what got Ricochet a job. Mm-hmm. It's what got Ricochet a job. Because, I mean, before then, it was. He was on a radar, but he didn't speak Spanish. But after that, it's like... Uh, <laughs> Which is so funny. They were confused. Have you not heard that? Yeah, I have. Right. I'm talking shit. The black dude from Kentucky didn't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they saw him as Prince Puma and thought, oh yeah, here's the mask luchador that we need to replace Ray Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> speak Spanish. Yeah. His name is Trevor. What did you well, yeah, that, that got him a job. He's obviously the best at doing the high-flying stuff now. So, yeah, I mean, if it gets you a job, keep doing it. Everybody else, if you can't do it as good, don't fucking try. So here's my beef with the old dude thing. Because, uh, like, you want to some shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's old dudes before us. Like, old, old dude is a sliding scale. Everybody's going to be an old dude. Wrestling's <laughs> been around for a shitload of time. So... So there was a time whenever, like, you're talking about the cops thing, where, like, they just hug for an hour and a 
changed. In the 60s, it changed. And and they started whipping people off the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And old guys then were like, that doesn't make any sense. How can you not stop running? Huh? And it's like, yeah. oh, I've hit the ropes and I'm slingshotted off and my feet just can't stop themselves. So whenever body slams and suplexes and backdrops became a thing, because that was their high spot, the old dudes were like, they're doing too much. They're giving too much away. And so that's always a sliding scale. It's always going to be they give too much because it's it's diminishing returns. You're always going to need to do more. Yep, yep. And so the next thing is going to be whatever. Probably years, it's going to be Royal House. It'll be Hologram. From Jim. From Jim. And that's a wrestling plateaus. I'm not going to lie. I'm signed up to watch fucking Jim and the Holograms Misfits program right now. <laughs> well, let me let me pose this. Um, to do, Brian, do you put Ricochet Osprey and the Omega Okada trilogy, are they the same kind of wrestling match? No. Okay. So, I would posit that they are, and that that is the evolution of the style. The, the point being that you can do the modern style, you can get all your spots in, you can do it in a way that still makes the finish matter. That it's not just a stunt show. Uh, but Brian's position is not the same kind of match. I would say they are. Which I think is kind of what Meltzer did as he tagged that six star to it that got everybody crazy. But like he was putting a timestamp on it like this is as good as this thing can be. Now you can do other things in a different way and it'd be good. But this right here, this style, here is the high water mark. So, have we had but did that happen before? Like I don't remember and it could be just again because of our age, like you said. I would I would posit that for the nineties that would be hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. That that maybe it is maybe that because we're in the moment, we all look at it and think, Oh man, wrestling has changed forever and it's always gonna be this. Maybe Bill's more right is that every so often yeah. something comes along and it ramps up and it becomes, it gets as crazy as it can be. And then the physical limitations of, you can't do this forever. And so it has to be pulled back. <laughs> you can't, I can't do this forever. So maybe that's what we're in, and we just can't see the bars or the trees because we're in it. Because yeah. like, I don't know what the next thing could be. I think that's part of it. And even if Regardless of how many people like or dislike that match, wrestling's always an evolution. That's part of it's why. It's a mystery. Full of change that nobody sees. Fuck, makes a fool of history. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it continues to lie. That's why something that's been going on for 100 years that is fake is still loved by everyone. It's also true, yeah. But yeah. everyone. But that's why it still has a healthy life. Whereas legitimate sports have actual competition, this is our version of that. Yeah. It's how good the people can get with each other. So so actually, if if Osprey and um, Ricochet was the one with the kind of high watermark where everybody started being like, I don't know if we can keep going in this direction. Where did hardcore have that? Said bling bling, it was over. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. as soon as Vince buys it, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he becomes the purveyor of it, yeah. that that thing then becomes, that's the end of it. And we may see, I think time is different now because media is different and the ability to consume wrestling is different. And we can all, I can pull up my phone and make it connect to my TV and I can watch Japanese wrestling in ways I couldn't before. But something could happen if, if Nakamura and Styles go to Mania this year and decide to just to do it, decide to do the, the match that we all want to see. That could be the high watermark where we all saw it as good as it gets and now Vince holds strong style. I don't think that's what will happen, but it could happen. Texas, you've been awful quiet today. Get in here. I feel like I'm elbowing you out of the way. No, you're fine. I was. Um, I know. Three kids? These three kids in the ring. Oh my God. These, 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 
everybody imitating Davey was getting. Yes, yes. Because it was, what did they do? What happened? That dumb incident where they, what? They no-show a show? Yeah. Yeah, they no-show the show, and then they got popular, and then everybody started to dress like Davey and try to wrestle no, like Davey. No, they, they, they went to a show, got paid, and left before. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. That's how you work for it. Yeah, that's working to a new level. Yeah. Yeah. $11.00 in pocket didn't take a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a return to carny. That, that is very carny. That's, man, that's some carny shit right there. <laughs> um, so, seen by, like, trade-off Canadian destroyers, which is from the German. I, 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 <laughs> do you think that and like what Osprey Ricochet did are equally offensive? Here, no, no, because I will I'll give Osprey and Ricochet this credit. They're originators of it. And they're very good at it. Um, so I'm always gonna take a higher offense at a lower level show just doing something dumb. Because doing a dumb thing versus doing a thing that stylistically I don't like are two very different things. What, but even, um, it's less about the dudes doing it and the idea of, like, super move, like, yeah, okay. a super move trade-off against, uh, we'll just call it acrobatic. Sure, 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 sure. Are okay. those the same problems? I would rather see an acrobatic than a super move trade-off. I, 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 I would, too. I, I, would rather, I would rather have two guys, I would rather have seen three guys. So do something that's not their finish mm. as a high spot. Mm-hmm. As opposed to you flip off this or I'm going to flip off this or we're going to swim in from staring each other. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Bill. I think that devaluing a move that has been put over for years is a much more a much greater offense than doing some move brother flipping your bullshit. <laughs> Doing some flippy shit that I just don't like. Unless it's ACH and then all bets are on that. Albert. Fucking Albert. Grandpa, you've been quiet in the cut. You've seen it like you it's were. God is on the table. Yeah, he's the president. He's amazing. He's letting us know what he's speaking right. today. Um, but like, you've seen this from. When you watched it as a kid, back when uh, Tits Mock was running things. Way, <laughs> way <laughs> back. To now that you're you're literally in the ring, refereeing between these young kids who are fresh out. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about it? Do it I, I agree with you on the old school. They're doing too much. <laughs> I'd love to see them tell a story instead of getting their spots in. Mm-hmm. You got to get all this stuff in. It's like, slow down and work. I bet as rest, rest preference, you would like to see them slow down. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, let's, let's, that's a, let's explore that after you a minute. When you're repping one of these fucking things and it's just 90 miles an hour, a mile a minute, um, how do you, like, you're in there, you feel the crowd just like they, the wrestlers do you think that they ever pay attention to how the crowd feels during those things? Or is it just, we call it in the back, we gotta do it? We call it in the back, we gotta do it. I think if they listen and work off the crowd, they do it some, but not enough. Yeah. I think they're so focused on getting their moves in that they don't pay attention to everything that's going on around them. And it would be a much better match if they pull the crowd in a little bit more, if they thought more about the crowd's reaction 
and the pops that they're getting and that they could get then instead of the pop that they're going to get when this move goes on. Yeah. Is that... I, I wish there was someone here who wrestled, like, back in the day. Back I know. Day. I'm curious if that's always been a thing, where, where, where there's a part of the locker room that calls everything back. Because they said the same thing about Macho Man, right? That he, yeah. Like, he was... Age for yeah, he was person. Now, I don't know if Macho did that. That's the thing, if we don't time. know that. I, I have heard that story about Macho Savage, or Macho and Steamboat. 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 Macho Steamboat, for Macho sure. Macho Savage didn't go so well. So I... <laughs>
nothing left for the main event. Or the third match on the card is two big tough white guys slugging it out, and your main event is two big tough white guys slugging it out. That is a failure from up top. And absolutely, no, but they, we don't get we from people in my position don't get enough blame for doing that because ultimately it is our fault because we let the shit go on. And, and that's not to say that I've not done it. Um, and that's not to say that there's not extenuating circumstances that can cause that. But it shouldn't happen at Mania this year. Like, you damn sure shouldn't stick Shinsuke and AJ in the middle of the card and expect everything to be okay thereafter. Well, let's talk about that. Where do you put that match on? Where does that match go? Knowing first makes more sense than a lot of But blocks. if you, if you put yeah. them on first and let them go out there and just, like, have a 20-minute, I'd leave. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or a segment of the audience, well, that's their main event. Yeah. I mean, if they want to spend that mania money for one match, then fucking let them. But the, 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 if you build up, then you can be like, build up just patient and be like, okay. Well, who are you catering to at that point, then? You should be catering to everybody. It, it'd be spicy. If you can be pleasing everybody. That's what I mean. Like, the, the segment of a crowd that goes to WrestleMania to see one match, that match specifically, you don't need to cater to them. They're going to come. You're not wrong. And that's, I mean, that's a that match is going to have energy. So, okay, well, let's, let's back up just a little bit then. Um, at least 800 people wrestling right now. Yes, everybody's wrestling everywhere. So four ways and triple threats. Yes, that is, that is, I, I would hate, I've tried to do this several times in my head. It's like, how would I lay that card out? Just, you know, as an exercise. Um, so, what's main main? That's the, that's the, that was my question. Like, but then to work backwards from that, I would assume that it has to be the crowning of Roman Reigns as the grand champion. Yeah. So, but to talk about catering to the audience, you bring up the point that I think that if I was running the WWE, the thing I would struggle with most is, what do I do? Because you know you've got a pocket of vocal fans that are going, they spend the most money with you, but they are the most, the, the volume of them is the lowest because they're the fewest. They're not your growth demo. They're not who you need to have on board, you need to have younger kids, and then you need to have the 18 to 24s. You need those people. How do you serve all those masters? So specifically thinking about just match order, how do you serve those masters? Um, do you... It's, it's hard because I'm out of that headspace. Like, yeah, I guess I'm it is. in that small demographic. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of us are. Because I don't, I don't necessarily think of Lesnar Reigns as something big, but I think objectively it's fucking it has to be. It's the sexier match. So I think it's, yeah. yeah. I think that's your, and I think the the semi-casual WWE fan, yeah. I think that's what they're there for. Yes, yes. Um, the winner of that match goes on to Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they have to think of. Say, where would you put Not more like that. Don't get it wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, what's, what's the writing <laughs> I think I don't know if you can put it right before Lesnar. That's right. Oh, that's that's what I'm thinking though. Because but I think you can put it third and then put a cooldown. You also have to factor in that there's still that possibility of even though it's still even though it's in my opinion too too late season versus Taker. Shit, I forgot that had to happen. Yeah, so I forgot that one was happening. I don't. I can't. I think. That match looks good. I don't know that it'll deliver. Oh, it won't. Well, you. So, but that's why you can't put it so high. You probably can cover it, though. Also, what's he going to do? Walk out for 20 minutes again? 
Like, if they got that long ass rhyme, yeah. <laughs> 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 I think he's going to be rolling, 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 rolling. Roll. I want as little Kid Rock in my life as possible. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll loop back to that because I think we're all going to have this group That's what I will. that. Um, I don't know where I put that match because I, in my mind, I want to put it semi just because it's the other title. I, those titles yeah. need to be positioned as equal. Yeah. Obviously, one has to go last, and I have no problem Two rings simultaneously. Two rings. Yeah. <laughs> No, I want to put it semi because I want the importance of that match to be held up. But at the same time, I can't have I can't ask Roman Reigns given the reaction that he gets, the position he's in. And let me I guess I need to stop right there and say that obviously you can't control how the crowd reacts. And a bunch of internet smart fans booing Roman Reigns does not kill business by any means, but that is part of the deal. Part of the appeal of wrestling is the, is the crowd reaction. It used to be everybody cheered for the same guy and everybody booed the same guy. That's part of what books a seven-year-old. Uh, as an example, I take my three-year-old son to soccer games. You know, he's not paying that much attention. He's had his time candy, he's having whatever. But as soon as everybody scores, everybody jumps up, He's going crazy, and that's what will be. That's what soccer will be in. And for for the position they're in, the six-year-olds and the seven-year-olds there, we're going to be beside a thirty-two-year-old like, "Oh, Roman Reigns is terrible. I can't believe he's going to fuck with on paper. That's some bullshit." That's who. That's that's the guy. Oh, you can say that on top of the spider. Badass, they have a 
him up, beat him up, beat him up, break his, break his, break his. Shit can't see now. What if, what if legitimately there's no Undertaker? Oh, there's no, then that's the worst booking in history. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. for, for a thing like that. Because that's what I thought you were getting at. I was like, I don't know how they book that without Undertaker yeah. getting involved. Actually, no, he has to be there. Okay. He can't spend this much time. Because right. the thing on that is, you can pull that trick if you got something bigger up your sleeve. Right. But the bigger guy, the problem is you're doing it with the Undertaker. So the bigger guy doesn't exist. Uh, but, alright, so that leads us to that Undertaker's thing. If it happens, hold the room, do we think we get Dead Man Taker or some other incarnation? Dead Man Taker. I, I don't think so, I think, because I, I think he, he's so gimmick, in, in his mind, he's so gimmick oriented, when he did the set down the half day and all that shit, and then he's like, oh yeah, then I'm not going to do this anymore. But then he gets excused coming back again by being like, no, I'm going to be a badass. Yeah. That's how he can make Because I do think he believes in his game. That's why he's never, never, that's why he's always gay faith. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what happens. Uh, I think that's only that makes some sense. And I, you know, if they, if they, cry, cry, you got a lot. I think if you don't want to say that he's just going to appear around. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I told him to his face. It's. If it's American badass, take it. He's going he's gonna to come out of the kid, bro. I prefer Limp Bizkit, but that's just me. That's Matt Sales will back me up. That's the company you want to keep? Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Are you excited for that thing? Uh, for what, Cena Yeah. Cena's from on Monday, kind of. Uh, not, not not just yeah. Monday, but the last couple yeah. of promos. I think that for all the shit John Cena gets, undeservedly so. If he comes out Monday to do a battle rap, I'm yeah. on board. When it comes time oh. for him to turn it up for Mania, there's no other really saw him do that last night. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see a battle rap? <laughs> <laughs> think, think more recent battle rap. The one he did for The Rock. That was great. You said these nuts at the end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What could he say? You know, because like on Rocky, you can get raw, and you'd be like, oh, you live in Hollywood, and whatever the fuck. But with Undertaker, you're going to be like, he wrestled a shitty match. Hey, that's right. all it's going to be. Is. And tired. And they're like, oh, I don't want to see his old and tired and tired ass. All it's going to be is his actor. It's just be him attacking the Undertaker gimmick, both of them, American right. Badass and the other one, and just, again, call him out. That's about it. Yeah, it's a tough one to. Because I definitely wanted to see that. And I think if this happened when the streak was alive, that was the one. So, okay, let me ask this. Not who do you think will, not who do you think should, who do you want to go over that match? What what finishes that story best for you? Tetsy. I'm here talking for sure. Both of y'all cried when Undertaker lost to Mania and Ray, so as much as shit as he is, you don't have to have Spider-Man. I want Undertaker to go over like, just to redeem what happened last year. Just... Brian? I hope Andrew Garfield swings in. No, no, maybe the worst one. I just want him to whoop ass. It doesn't even have to be a match. I just want him to like. I'm gonna take you. I wasn't no finish. I don't think. Whatever. 
Ghost Artistry. Four years. I would love to see somebody else get put over by both of them. Oh, no, no, he's, no, 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 he has to carry the shield out. 
Something I'll do 